Hey friends, it's Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to the Simple On Purpose podcast. If you are new here, I am Shauna, mom of three in small town Canada, and this is a bi-weekly podcast all about helping you to remove the excess, the distractions from your life so that you can show up for your life, the life you have, with purpose and peace and presence. Once spring break started here, we went into reno mode and we only built one wall, but it did turn into a four room situation where we've moved kids around, we've moved my office around and all the while in pandemic mode. And now my husband has gone back to work. He works a week on a week off. So I'm doing this recording at nighttime, which is totally different for me. I feel like those NPR skits on Saturday Night Live. Remember those old ones with Anna Gasteyer and Molly Shannon? So I feel like I should be whispering. So I'm going to try something a little bit different today. Instead of typing out everything I'm going to say and sharing it with you guys, I've just got some notes and I'm going to freebird it because this is going to be a very Jesus take the wheel episode, which feels like on par with the rest of my life these days. But I do have some very intentional things and some steps I want to share with you when it comes to resilience and endurance. And the reason I'm talking about resilience and endurance today is because I asked the Facebook group and people on Instagram the topics that they would like me to talk about this episode. And I noticed a theme in everything they were bringing up. That theme was inspiration and motivation and resilience and endurance through all of this. All of this new narrative that we have as um, as a culture, as a people, all of this new way that we're asked to live for ourselves and for one another. In the Simple Saturdays email this week, I talked about how it just really hit me that this experience is just a little bit different for every person and all the variables that go into what your life is like while you're isolated, your financial stability, your living situation, your safety, caring about the health of your loved ones, trying to work, trying to school, your job status, worrying about all those things. This experience doesn't look the same for everyone. And we can't let that be a reason to make light of what we're going through or make drama of what we're going through. And Brene Brown has a podcast that she just put out. A friend recommended it to me and she talked about comparative suffering, looking at someone else's suffering and making making yours mean less or making yours mean more in comparison to it. Because the reality is one's person suffering doesn't determine the validity of your own. We're all feeling stress in this situation and we just need to take a minute and be mindful of it and how it's affecting our lives and then we can choose how we want to move on. This month in my group coaching program, the Life on Purpose Academy, this is the topic of the month. It's stress and overwhelm and one big thing that I encourage the members to do is to pay attention to what causes you stress. Get to know your stressors, get to know the things that give you anxiety. And what feels stressful to me, and I think many moms are feeling this as well, is this unknown duration of, is this our new normal? Is this kind of the way that we're going to be living all at home like this? And how long is it going to last? We don't know the answers to these questions. And when we don't know the answers, we don't have control. And that feels so stressful, doesn't it? And just having kids at home, period, and they're all up in each other's spaces and what are we expecting from them and what story are we telling ourselves about being at home with our kids and schooling and I think the expectations that we're putting on ourselves and the people in our home might be our biggest battle, really. So when we're stressed, we turn to coping. We're just coping with the stress, we're reacting to the stress, we're responding to the stress, and this is what endurance is. Endurance is how long we can do this. It's sustaining through the stress. And we're designed to endure a certain amount of stress. 
before we burn out, before our bodies and our hearts and our minds just burn out. We're not designed to live in a constant state of stress. So these two weeks of isolation that we've all been embracing and kind of responding to and reacting to, now that's been extended to an unknown period of time and we can't just keep enduring. Now we need to shift from operating in the stressed response to showing up with resilience. And resilience is different. It's your ability to bounce back from stress. And I think it includes three steps, recovery, recentering, and reentering your life. And I think this is what a lot of us are craving right now is figuring out how to do this and how to do this well. How can we rest? How can we recenter? And how can we get back into what is now our actual real lives from a place that honors who we are and how we want to show up in this time? So I'm going to run through these three steps and you can use them anytime that you are starting to feel burnout. I think the more you use them, the more you practice resilience. And when I think about my day or my life, I think there's a natural rhythm to it to happen maybe every day, like at the evening, these three steps might happen. Definitely every week on a Sunday, these three steps might happen, but I think it's important to put these as a rhythm into your life. So step one, recover. And we're checking out, aren't we? Like we are scrolling on Instagram. We are melting cheese on our food. We're just eating peanut butter from the jar. And, you know, I'm put, sometimes putting in the AirPods and just blaring some music for myself. I've been checking out, but I need to rest. And this is different. Comforting yourself is different than caring for yourself. So how can you care for yourself? For me, it looks like going to sleep earlier than midnight, not staying up to binge watch Love is Blind, and then not being able to sleep till one o'clock every night after that. Eating well, like eating a vegetable. And you know, these days pickles passes vegetables as well, but we're trying to expand our vegetable horizons. Getting out in nature. And I keep telling my kids this week, let's get outside, let's get outside. Science says it's gonna make you happier. Like go touch a tree, go get some sun on your face. And just exercising your body in gentle ways, like walking and stretching, doing these things and just getting really mindful about um, where the aches are and where you need to stretch into and where you need to relax. Recovery really means letting yourself heal from this exhaustive state that you've been in. And you need to do it. You need to let yourself feel safe, like you are in a safe place, you're secure, your basic needs are being met before you can move on to the next, before you can move into, now I'm going to recenter. Now I'm going to really assess what I need and what I want more of. So step two, recenter. Once you are in this place where you're a little bit more calm, you're using a different part of your brain, you can think more calmly and rationally, and you can start to just think about the things that are important to you. You can reflect on what you've been learning. You can decide what's working and what's not. However you want to reflect in this period, maybe even those Instagram story like surveys that you fill out and put on your Instagram, maybe that is a reflective process for you. I don't know, just do something. I have a woman and a friend who is in the Life on Purpose Academy. Her name is Leslie and I'm gonna share her blog here. And she wrote a really great post recently about looking at this time of isolation as a gift. And I know some of us just aren't there and are like, no, it's not a gift. (laughs) This is not a gift. But she was talking about how she was viewing this time as one big excuse about why she couldn't create a home that feels joyful and simple and inviting. 
And I love that she has decided that this actually won't be my excuse not to do it. It's going to be the reason I will do it. And I think a lot of us can relate here. I mean, we can all use this time and these feelings as an excuse to not show up for our lives. And whether that means you are just running around doing all of the things, being super distracted, or if that means that you are someone who just curls up in a ball on the couch and binges Netflix. Like, a lot of people are distracting themselves from their lives by doing and doing and doing. But at the end of the day, excuses are convenient and they feel necessary, but we can challenge them. We can see that this is almost making our values for ourselves more important than ever. Something that I've been reflecting on recently now that my husband has gone back to work for the week and I'm home with the kids is how do I want my family culture to feel? How am I building into that? And I think that when we think about our values, what's important to us and how we want to show up, we can really tap into some of that. But if this is something you've never even thought about before, I actually have a worksheet on how to build your family culture and a worksheet on how to find your values. And I'll put those in the show notes. The other big thing that I do when I recenter is I plan. I make a plan on what I'm going to do. And this can look different for different people. I like to plan out my meals. I like to plan out ideas I have on things to do with the kids. And we're making a daily schedule. I like to do a big brain dump of things that I want to be doing with my time. And the other night I was on the couch and I was exhausted and just feeling like I don't want to keep doing this every single day. And my husband was like, you know, it's just how you were feeling a few years ago when you were home with all three of the kids. We had all three of our kids in three and a half years, but now they're older and they don't nap and they fight with one another. And they're watching me when I go to the pantry to sneak eat chocolate. So there's a little bit of a shift here, <laughs> but I remembered that the plan, even though it was a lot of work, it still brought me some freedom in how I would spend my time and just knowing, like just the security of knowing. So I'm back to planning my days. There are some days that I just feel totally inspired to get up, get dressed, put on runners, put on a bra, fill the schedule out, limit screen time, like let's go outside. And I think I am showing up. I'm showing up with my personal values and I am parenting on purpose. <laughs> and then there's some days where I want to curl up on the couch and hand the kids an iPad and eat popcorn and melt cheese on things all day long. So to me, this seems like the common struggle that a lot of us moms are in right now. We want to cope well, but we also really want to seek comfort. We want to teach our kids to cope well, but man, is it emotionally draining to do that with them all day long. And we want to have structure and intention with our day, but it's a lot of work to maintain it day in and day out. And I think to myself, like when this is over and we go back out into society or they go back out into school, like what kind of habits will they have built that they're going to bring into them that are going to be really hard for me to get them to break or for them to break for themselves? Will they just become addicted to sending their friends weird like pictures on Facebook Messenger? Will they just expect to eat yogurt and granola bars around the clock? Like how have they learned to cope in these difficult times? <laughs> but I think the answer here is compassion. And compassion means acceptance, like accepting that this is where I am. This is how I'm feeling. This is how my kids are feeling. This is the reality of the world right now. And we can't deny it anymore. I spent a lot of time denying this at the beginning, but now it's just, it's everywhere. It's, it's in my emotions. It's in my house. It's in my conversations. 
it is, I am experiencing coronavirus in every area of my life except for my physical health that I don't carry the virus, you know? So we can't deny that we are angry and scared or sad or confused. We need to accept that these emotions are part of this journey that we're on. And compassion, to me, that's all I can think of right now. Compassion and hope. These are, these are the things that I can control and I can invest in. Compassion for myself and how I'm showing up. Compassion for others and how they're showing up. And hope that things are going to be okay. And we're going to learn the lessons that we need to learn. And we're going to move on in the best way we know how. Whew, heavy stuff. So apparently this is what happens when I <laughs> podcast at nighttime. And step three, re-entering. We need to still go back out and live our lives. Like we can't just check out for good, even as tempting as that sounds. So to do this, we need to two things. We need awareness and we need support. We need awareness that things will not automatically be easy, but that can't deter us from continuing on because when we do hard things and keep showing up, we become stronger. We become more skilled in patience and resilience and loving and living. We need awareness that this is going to be part of it and awareness of how we are showing up along the way and how we can adjust that. And finally, support. We need to be a team. You need to be a team with yourself and your partner and your family and your community. So think about yourself. What are some simple ways that you can show up for yourself and take care of yourself, even if it's five minutes at the beginning or the end of the day where you're just doing something you really enjoy and really refreshes you. And being a team with your partner. And depending on how you guys are expressing your stress, <laughs> this can be really difficult. So having compassion for one another and getting together to talk about what's been hard for you and what do you want to change about this and like how do you how can we move forward to, as a team these have to be regular conversations and yeah some of them will be hard but just remember that you or guys are fighting on the same team you're not fighting against one another being a team with your family and how can you keep showing up keep pouring into your family culture keep doing um, fun things and involving one another and using this time to kind of lean into one another a friend asked me to talk about family meetings and I'll link to another episode I shared on family meetings, but we have put them into play, especially now. And we've been doing family meetings for a couple of years and I keep a little notebook of them and they're really fun to kind of look back on what we've talked about and stuff. So this, these are family meetings, the isolation edition. <laughs> and what we've learned is that when we need to address a behavior in our home, something that's not working, the kids are doing something, we wait and do it at a family meeting. Like we address it in the moment, but we feed everyone. So everyone comes into it well-fed and we bring up the topic and we turn it over to them and be like, this is what we're seeing. How do you guys want to solve this? Or what is a better way to do this? And they come up with the answers. It puts them in the power and it helps them to take ownership of how they're showing up as well. I mean, we can only expect so much, but if we can have conversations that empower them to think about these things, then I think that they will kind of start to learn that habit themselves. And when it comes to being a team with your family, it also means being responsible for how you're showing up. And there have been days where I've just been like so stressed out and just like saying no to everything, shutting it all down. And the kids just kind of go off and they go do their own thing. And I come back and I'm like, I am sorry, guys. I am really stressed right now because this is happening or that is happening. And 
I, I know you guys don't feel good either, but you can talk to me about it and I'm here for you kind of thing. <laughs> because sometimes they need to hear that we recognize our stress behaviors and that we take responsibility for kind of dumping it onto them so that they know they can do the same for us. This is my philosophy of parenting. I don't know if it's what everyone believes. I don't know if it works for everyone, but this is how we do things in our house. And when all else fails, we rely on bribery threats and kitchen dance parties. <laughs> and then finally, being a team with your community, I do believe that we can speak kindly, like say thank you to the cashier, you know, Talk really kindly to your teachers if you're stressed out about schooling your kids. Remember that they're stressed out too, and we need them on our team. So let's be really kind to them. So those are my notes on resilience and endurance. I hope they have been helpful for you. And I think if you do want to dig into this a little deeper, there's a couple things you can do. One is the making change challenge, and there's four lessons on making change. But I think they really apply right now because we talk about growth mindset. We talk about things we're not in control of. We talk about paying attention to our personal motivation and just changing our habits and goals with really small steps. That's a free challenge that you get over email and all you got to do is sign up and you'll get it through email immediately. Another step you could take is doing the life evaluation quiz and that tells you which area of your life that you can focus on right now and it follows up with emails that help you kind of dig deeper and open your mind to how you can show up and pay attention to this area of your life a bit better. And if you really want to get all in, then join the Life on Purpose Academy. It's a group coaching program. You can join at any time. We have weekly calls and two lessons every month. This month is all about stress and overwhelm. This program is designed to give you awareness into how you're showing up for your life and give you tools to self-coach yourself into peace and purpose and presence in your life. So thank you for being with me for another Simple on Purpose. And if you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, especially in this time where life feels a lot different than it used to, then please find me on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca and send me a message there or send me a message through the Simple Saturdays email newsletter. Have a great week.